Hello, everybody. Welcome to Quantum Catechesis. I'm Father Joel Krupp, and you are not uh, something for which you should be grateful every day. And I'm so geeked out for you to meet our guest today, fresh out of prison, and here to talk to us about her experience uh, doing ministry in prison, anyway. Uh, but before we get into our wonderful guest and getting to know her and why she's a goddess with a small g, uh, I do want to throw a couple things out. First of all, I'm going to ask all of us to please pray for Debbie. Uh, longtime viewer slash listener Scott, this is uh, his sister. And she's in the hospital and she needs a lot of prayers right now. So we ask Jesus to send his Holy Spirit on Debbie to wash over her and to drive the sickness from her. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you restore her to full health. And we ask this in your holy name. Amen. 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 Well, thanks for tuning in. Just kidding. That, that would be a cool end to the show. It'd be short. And if we had sponsors, they'd be angry. Yeah. So tomorrow we're going to do our usual question and answer right here live in the studio. And uh, as a warning, I assume Marius is going to go into some kind of meltdown today because dad has a guy coming in to look at one of his machines. And Marius has decided that guests are all from hell. So, well, not all guests. Yeah, well, he likes you. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, but he seems to hate most people now who walk in. He's become an old man, a grumpy old man. Look at him. He's had a rough day, though. Yeah, he had a lot of shots today. He rough went day. to the best vet in the world today, Dr. Carol Cocaine, who has the best name in the world. <laughs> that is true. You would think after going to cocaine, he'd have energy. Yeah, no, that's not energy. No. That's a coma. So anyway, what do you say we introduce our wonderful guest? Uh, right here next to me is Deb Amato, who is, I said yesterday, I believe I said you are the former chief of staff. Oh. I lied to see if she was watching. So when she came in today, she grabbed me by the collar and said, get it right, fat boy. Um, and Unless you got a call from Bishop that I'm not aware of, which, you know. Right. Well, that, uh, you know, that was confidential, though. Yeah, yeah, so, oh, yeah, uh, yeah right. Yeah. right. So pl let's give a warm quantum catechesis welcome to Deb Amato. It's a monster. Standing ovation. Water. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, we're so happy you're here. We're going to give you a toaster oven signed by the Pope. Good. With um, pizza at in the it end of the that show. I can, yeah, frozen mm -hmm. pizza that I can. No, get. we can slide oh, it right in right, there, and then. it'll become unleavened bread. <laughs> so it's a. <laughs> anyway, Debamato currently serves as chief of staff for the Diocese of Lansing. Correct. And hey, let's just start right away. Oh, and don't forget, submit your questions. She said she'll answer the most personal. Qu I'm just kidding. <laughs> submit whatever questions you want, and we'll throw them right at her. But let's start with this. What's the chief of staff, Deb? So, uh, yeah, that's a great question. So um, if this isn't heretical, Bishop would say I'm kind of like the moderator of the Korea without a collar. Yes. So I... Uh, I, the way I describe it in two sh like short sentences is my job is to understand the uh, the the mission of the bishop. It's mine. Oh, great! The, the mission of the bishop and um, and to make sure that we as a chancery and as an entire diocese are really living out that vision that he has for us. Really living out the mission that we have. Yes. So, yeah. And um, part of that work entails, see, she's getting a call right now, and I bet you it's about a priest. It's from the Pope. No. I bet you it's about a priest. There's a 40% chance that call she just got is, Father so-and-so did such and such. Well. I know. Bless your beautiful yeah. heart. And guys, just so you know, uh, and I, I believe I said this when we interviewed, um, now my brain stopped, but in every diocese, there is a group of people who have to go to the dark places for us. And as a priest, I'm so terribly grateful for them, and Deb's one of them. Um, that, uh, like anywhere else, the priesthood is filled with us men who are broken. And so we need correction, we need healing, we need guidance. Yeah, sure. And some of us are good at recognizing that and some of us are not. But either way, people like Deb are the constant that Jesus gives us. And uh, we're so grateful. 
and I know we owe you things that only God and the bishop know right now. And again, <laughs> ah, I just love that. Um, but besides that, you've also got something else on the on the plate, something coming up on your schedule, right? A conference? We're going yeah. to do a women's conference October okay. 16th. Okay, October 16th. October 16th, and um, this is kind of a new innovation for us. As a diocese, Lansing yeah. has done seven uh, conferences since 2012. Got it. So we've we've done these. We've got a great group of women who um, I just love these women who are on this team. Yes. They are prayerful women. The criteria to be on this team. Yeah. Is you need to love Jesus. All right now. You got to have a heart for for women's ministry mm. and our desire to bring women into relationship with Jesus. So I mean, so you've got a group of women that really are, you know, they have the right heart for this. And so this year though, we 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 always draw women from all over the state. Cool. We have okay. always draw even Marquette and we even draw women from Ohio. So so that has happened, you know, year after year after year. So we said why not extend an invitation to our our uh, other diocese in our okay. state and invite them to be a part of the planning and the process. So we have women from the Archdiocese of Detroit, from Saginaw, and from Grand Rapids who are wow. all, and they come to Lansing to, to meet with us. They're, and they're all in. They're all in to help us to plan their, their advertising. So this is the first time that we've done this sort of as a province. That's cool. And it is really cool. So, yeah. And you're going to help us with this. I am. Jesus helped you people. You couldn't find a good speaker. <laughs> no. Uh, so they asked me. Well, your role is really important because you're going to talk about Joseph. Wait, what? Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's actually almost You know that guy, right? Yeah. Uh, tall guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Foster father. Right. I don't know. He's, he's Silent type. Yeah. yeah. So as you can imagine, I have nothing in common with him. Yeah. Uh, but no, truly, I've been working on it because I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, I get nervous being a man asked to talk at a woman's conference. I yeah. do. Uh, but then I looked, and you've split it. It's not just it's not uh, at all, yeah, man. praise no, God. No. And, uh, but we do like to hear from our priests. Well, I understand. And we try to always have one at least. Yeah. And if, if, it's, if it's right, you know, then more than one. Father Adam Marr from Saginaw is going to help us with adoration this year. Oh, cool. So okay. it's nice to have somebody from one of the other dioceses reaching in and, yeah. and helping us. But, um, but yeah, we women, you are our spiritual fathers. God and so us. your voice is really important. Yeah. And especially our conferences always really revolve around, again, that, that invitation to women to fall in love with Jesus and to allow him yes. right, to bathe them in their love. And so what better way to do that yeah. than through through our ordained brothers who, who bring that love like concretely. I right, hope so. To our women. That's and, our goal. Yeah, right? yep, That's, yep. So if there's a, a woman watching now who would like to come to this conference and have a beautiful day of prayer and of being lifted up, Yep. Um, and hearing from a, now part of the reason I was told you guys asked me is because I'm so cheap. It's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? Uh, that's my usual fee. Um, but all kidding aside, uh, can you share just a couple things? First, can you tell us who else will be uh, sharing there? Sure. And then how we can um, come Holy Spirit, how we can... Uh, find the information that all right so I'll give you the website first I'll start there okay www.michigan.c for catholic w women c conference.org so michigancwc.org October 16th at the Lansing Center 9 a.m. 5 p.m. we finish with mass that's the end of the day at least two of the bishops have committed to being there okay and any of our priests can, can celebrate as well uh, so you're going to be one of our speakers. You're going to talk about because this is the year of Saint Joseph. Yeah, so we I love really, the dude. We really wanted to hear, uh, you know, what, um, how does the year of Saint Joseph really impact the women's lives? What, what should we take away? Yes. You know, in this year of Saint Joseph, and then um, of course Sherry Wolfert. I love Sherry. Wolfert. Yeah. So Sherry's one of our local uh, homegrown talents, if you will. Yeah. Uh, she's so funny. But she's so poignant. Yes. She loves Jesus so much. Yes. Uh, she's got this beautiful vocation of teacher, you know, elementary school teacher. Uh, but she's been with us before. This is not her first time being a part of our conference. And just um, 
she she just really brings it home. She's a home she run just hitter. really brings it home. She so, is. So we love her. And then um, Kelly Walquist has a uh, uh, ministry, if you will, an apostolate called Wine. Okay. W I N E. <clears throat> and um, yeah, so like that to me is like that's all we need to know. That's a winner. Yeah, <laughs> right there. That's a winner. Like in the men's I conference. I don't know if this will work or not, but yeah. but uh, I brought this with me because I just just so this would <laughs> this just says it all. Yeah. Do you got that, sis? Yeah. 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 So so right. We my my house runs on love, laughter, and bottles of really good wine. Nice. Nice. So it doesn't matter. I yeah. looked at her website and it's got um, grape leaves and wine bottles. Yeah. So. Win. It's a win. That's a dub, yeah. But kidding aside. Yeah. Wine stands for Women in the New Evangelization. Oh, groovy. Okay. I know. I like what, it. What a great acronym. Right? You know, if you give me that organization, I can turn it into the blood of Christ. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to brag. You know what? You, you know, yeah. <laughs> I hope she brings bottles of wine. With yeah, because <laughs> I, I seem to remember two years ago they were called water. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we've already went from water yeah, to one, wine. Yeah. We, yeah, we can just Let's, take that right next step, yeah. right? So anyways, but she, so her ministry really dovetails with our message of, okay. of what as women can we do yes. to be evangelist and to disciple. Yeah. And so, um, so she, she'll be a beautiful speaker for oh, us yeah. as well. So Sounds we have like adoration, it. we have uh, reconciliation is available throughout the day. Uh, but that's it, only for the sinners. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. There's kind of a long line there. Yeah. I know. You know. Yeah. I always do that. Whenever I do announcements about reconciliation times, I always say, now this is just for the people that sin. The rest yeah. of you are fine. And, yeah. 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 People get the hint. They, they get <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, Carrie, did, were you able to put up the thinger yeah. on the thing? Okay, so, Give folks, you should see the link for the website that you can go to to register for this conference. Uh, is there a way for people to participate online or not really? We, not? we, we, we are going to kind of gauge it at this yeah. point, but we have over 600 women signed up already nice so you know we'd like to at least hit a thousand I'd love to see us go past a thousand we, oh, we have yeah. the capacity to do it yeah it's a it's a top-notch show it yeah. really is a top well I say show it's a conference you know you. It's, there's a little retreat aspect to it there's fellowship there's uh, like I said we've wine. got wine yeah there's uh, reconciliation and adoration mass uh, but there's also a vendor area. Oh, cool. We have over 40 vendors. Nice. So the women can come and do a little bit of Christmas shopping. Yes. You know, it's just, just in time and to do that. And a ridiculously holy and humble priest will be there as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, so I'm excited to be there, guys. Blessed will I be among women. Absolutely. And uh, it'll be a great day for you. Please make sure and check this out. Pray about it. And uh, I'll be excited to see you there yeah, yeah. nice uh, so Deb as I well let's do this let's let God's people get to know you a little bit okay so can you tell me about where did you grow up tell me about your family growing up sure so I've been in Michigan all my life nice and I grew up I was we started in Pontiac I landed in Oxford Michigan was, oh, cool. was the last place that I lived with my parents um, so uh, I'm one year of Catholic school. Okay. And and then, I don't know if they kicked me out or something, but I didn't yeah. make it past. Yeah. You, they did. I still read you, some you, of the you, reports. Yeah. Um, I didn't make it past first grade. But. Yeah. There's now a policy named after you. <laughs> I, I don't want it. has yeah. a paddle associated with it, I think. <laughs> I think I had my first paddling like from a nun and for running down the hall and, and I and they kept telling me don't run in the hall and I just well, you know, I my, couldn't get the point. My <laughs> so. mom said that by the time she got to her fourth kid, the Catholic school told her you can send your girls here but not, not your, your boys. boys. <laughs> yeah, which just showed their good judgment. So yeah, my yeah. first time sitting foot in a Catholic school was as a priest. A priest, yeah. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, so, did you have a lot of brothers and sisters? I, I am the oldest of four. I'm the only oh, girl nice. in the bunch. Oh, so I have three wow. Younger brothers. This is why you're tough. My, my, uh, yeah. I babysat for them until I was um, 11, I think, and they locked okay. me in the bathroom one time. Nice. When my parents were out, they came home, and I was, you know, scared to death about getting beat up. I couldn't beat them up anymore, and so. Um, 
Yeah, that was the end of babysitting. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I saw there's, there's weapons of mass destruction oh, everywhere. Oh, over here. Yeah, yeah, we're ready got, for the zombies. I got the point. So yeah. anyways. So my parents uh, were both Catholic. My, my mother went through 12 years of Catholic school. Oh, my gosh. Come, do you mind long stories? Cause no, I can I talk for a really woman. long time. I love okay, it. Good. Yeah. So my dad went to nine years of Catholic school. Okay. He got kicked out. <laughs> Um, Sweet. There's a this makes here. me so. This like, like normal. Yeah, this fills me with joy. Yeah, I, 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 this is why I. We really can needed redemption. Let me yeah. tell you. All right. So um, I made my first communion in 1968, and it was the last sacrament that was celebrated in our home. Okay. And my parents stopped uh, attending church. Oh. Okay. So I did not grow up in a home that was, you know, overtly, we didn't go to church, we didn't talk about Jesus, and it was not an overt uh, um, experience of, of the faith. But I got into high school, and I got um, connected with a gal who was part of Youth for Christ, and she oh, she, she really good. reached out to me. I, I, my first Bible was a Protestant Bible from sure. her, you know. I, I went to uh, to that group. But there was something about... I, like I, I knew we had Catholic roots, and there was something about the Catholic um, faith that that really uh, resonated. There was something; it just kept drawing me. Yep. It, it attracted me. So I, I kind of dabbled with that a little bit in high school, but not not a whole lot. It, okay. it didn't draw me in enough. I left the faith, uh, got married. Um, we're, that's there's a whole chapter there that we're going to skip. It'll be in my memoirs. Sure. Um, yeah, it was rough. There was a rough chapter in there. I think it's actually now called a crime report. Yeah, <laughs> incident report. Yeah, incident yeah, report, got something like that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But then um, I met my husband, Yay. and uh, he he was Catholic. He was he's Italian. Uh, he's culturally Catholic. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we got married in the church. He sponsored me because I hadn't been confirmed. Sure. Yeah. Know? So he was my sponsor to to get confirmed. He really wanted to get married in the church. Um, we. You know, we checked the boxes. Yeah. You know, we went to church when it was convenient. Yeah. We got the kids baptized. Yeah. You know, um, we sent them to faith formation, but um, it was, yeah. We were hoop jumpers. We were hoop jumpers. Yep. And then in 19, I think it was 97 or 98, I always lose track of time a little bit here, but somebody invited me to a retreat at St. Pat's in Brighton called Christ Renews His Parish. Are you familiar with that? Oh. Okay. Goofy for it. Okay. Me too. So I went on this weekend and I met Jesus. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. And it was just, um, it was mind blowing. Yeah. It was beautiful. And it was in so many different ways, right? Starting from like the Friday night when this group of women just like welcomes you and bathes you in love, right? And so you just get this love of Jesus through these, these other beautiful women, then through their stories, which are like down to earth, like they're, they're not these pie in the sky, right. saintly women, you know, that you can't relate to. They're, they're like, this is my story. Like they're yes. telling my story, you know? And so you can relate to, to that. So that starts that healing process. And then the sacraments of the weekend and, and you know, I, reconciliation that weekend was just, yeah. um, you know, it was salvation. So you get to Sunday and we're going to close this out and the families come to meet with you. And I'm standing there that Sunday and I can just remember it like it was yesterday. And it was this, um, you got to make a decision. You got to make a choice. Are you going to walk out the door and pretend this didn't happen? Oh, boy. Yeah. Right? Or are you going to walk out the door um, with a new best friend? Okay. And, and then there, you got to make some changes. Like, you gotta, there's got to be some changes here. Yeah. You know? And I made the decision that um, I was going to make some changes. And so, and thanks be to God, my husband was really open to being uh, to being invited the next weekend to the men's weekend. Oh, cool! So that we could walk this walk together. Because I so don't know how you would do that. Yeah, like, like oh within two gosh. weeks or whatever. Yeah, but sure. Yeah, it was Praise like within God. a couple of weeks that he was able to go, and he did the men's weekend. And then we both, the way this works is you go and then you get invited to, if you want to, to be a part of a team to present. We both were able to do that. And we both gave witness testimonies. And so mine was on reconciliation. Oh, nice. And okay. It was, and it was really, you know, I, 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 the discernment process was really, was really something. Yes. Just, you know, when you get to this point, I, I knew I was supposed to talk about reconciliation. 
and then my husband comes home and he says um, they they want me to talk about Christian community and I okay so if I would do this right I might need to go to confession afterwards and I looked at him and I said what do you know about Christian community right <laughs> how, how are you going to do that talk? right I, can, I get to talk about sinning I, I know that one you know yeah oh I totally get you woman yeah <laughs> so anyway so um, so it was really beautiful because they prayed with him and you know where he landed on this was he talked about his dad mm. and he talked about how he learned about being a husband and being a father and that yeah. the Christian community talked about was the domestic church yes it was the home oh praise and God and he learned that from his dad and so it was a really and my husband so people out there who, who know us and know my husband he's this really big um, crybaby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You said he was Italian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. And, and so, like, like he drop, he cries at the drop of a hat. And so yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, how are you going to get through this? Yeah. Like, how are you going to do this? You know. And so I'm there, like, on this weekend because they let the family come, and I'm in the chapel, like, praying. With oh, him. sure. Like, how, I don't know how he's going to do this, Lord, because he's just going to cry through the whole thing. But, but he managed. I, like, this is how bad it is. We were sitting at mass one time, and Father John Rokas was going to tell a story, and I had heard the story, and I looked at my husband, and I said this is going to make you cry. And he started crying. I'm like, the story hasn't even started yet. The fact that you might cry is making you cry. Exactly. Yes. yes. I like this I mean, man. I know. You're, yeah. Oh my gosh. He's, he's just this great big teddy bear. But yeah. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, so we started this walk of conversion, uh, in, which really changed our family and changed our relationship with the church it, it, uh, completely. And that was what year about? About 97, 98. Okay, so know? if you don't mind, I just want to point out to God's people, so it's 2021, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I personally can testify to you that beautiful and necessary things have happened in our diocese because of her, right? And now take 2021 backward. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, you've uh, got to be willing to be his hands and feet, right? Which yeah. other people have had your job and weren't, or weren't able, whatever. We've all got our limitations. Yeah. yeah. We would be a lesser diocese if it wasn't for you. Thank you so much. And No, thank you. And if we take that backward to 1997. Yeah. None of this would have happened if somebody hadn't said to you, would you like to come? Exactly. To this retreat. Just this friend I knew yeah. from a book book club, you know. And Do you she, all hear me? Yeah. Right? you right. got to remember that, right? Yeah. The, if I may, this beautiful woman, this holy woman is here Thank and lives goodness. are better because 20 some years ago, somebody said, hey, want to go to a conference? And I need us all to keep that in mind. I got to keep it in mind. Yeah. It's easy for me, I got a collar. Right. People expect me to say these things. Right. So I know it's tougher for y'all, but even just, hey, want to come to church with me? Yeah. Whatever it may be. And I'm right. sorry for jumping in. No, I no, just was perfect. sitting here and I wanted to cry, thinking of the concrete ways I know were better because of you. Thank you. And they would have not happened had somebody not but but for that invitation and and that kind of conversion experience can happen at our conference too I, yeah. I've seen women I've watched women I, I've heard the stories of women who've come there and 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 gone to confession for the first time in 20 years oh Jesus thank you know you. or heard a speak speaker talk about something that really resonated with her her heart and you know that she was able to take that back out the door and, and do something with it so yeah we these little encounter opportunities that we have you know the Christ renews his parish the um, the Kerygma retreats, you know, yes. retreats at the retreat center, our conferences. Um, yeah, there's just so many ways that we as a church, yeah. uh, we have provided opportunities for people to, to really, yeah. like entry points, you know, those little entry points that to give people a sort of a toe in the water. And, and, and speaking of which, what was your toe in the water, if I may, mm -hmm. for working for the church? Yeah, so um, so I was at, Sorry. we had made the decision, so part of this conversion okay. um, drew us at, at some point to make a decision that we wanted our kids in Catholic school. Okay. Because the kids were in public school at the time, and and there were some you know some challenges that we were facing, and so uh, so we we ended up at St. Joe's and Howell Catholic Got School. It. Okay. okay. Yeah. And uh, so we started attending mass there because 
our kids were getting to meet the priest there, and they were, you know, Father Bill Ashbaugh. And, oh, he's know, a saint. Oh, I know. my gosh. And Father John Rokas, and so these beautiful you priests. You had those two? We did, yeah. Holy crap. And so we, we, so we came to church there because we were, you know, my kids were getting to meet these beautiful people. And, sure. And we wanted to be a part of that. So, um, Father John Rokas, I blame it on him. It's all his fault. I know. He and she just listed two home run hitters. I don't mean to, I'm sorry, yeah. but like two all-stars in our diocese. Yeah. Ridiculously holy good priests. Yeah. So he invited me. Um, he, he was putting together a team of people to work with RCIA. Okay. So, you know, Catholics, Christian initiation, right? And he asked me if I would be a part of that team. And um, I said yes. So that's how it got started. So I, I actually started as a volunteer working on that, that team and then actually started to really uh, facilitate the process yeah. because for him to be facilitating the process, it's really hard for a priest to do this yeah. and make a commitment to be there yeah. week after week yep. um, because you know, you, if somebody calls and says, I need you at Boom. the deathbed, you gotta yep. go, you know? Um, yep. And so that, that, it just made it easier for me to kind of step in and, and help in that capacity. And that started nine years of working uh, with the RCIA program or process. We really, nice. it's, a, it's not a program, it's really a process um, at our parish. I love that, it's my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. Yeah, I mean, to, to be, at, you are, I love Father Gallagher says, that when you are given the opportunity to hear someone's story, that, that you should take your shoes off because you're on holy ground. Yes. And, and in RCIA, you get the opportunity to hear people's stories and to walk with them yes. on that journey. And it's, it is like, it's a privilege. Yes. And it, I got more out of this than they got out of it, I think, you know, that yes. I was able to give them. I just, to, to receive that um, gift of being able to hear those stories and and to walk with people in faith. So that's how I got started was with um, getting invited to be a part of, again, another invitation, right? Yeah. So, you know, just recognizing yeah. somebody's uh, gifts, their charisms. Uh, we want to help you guys. Yeah. You know, all of us want to help, uh, you know, help you. And, and sometimes we don't know the yeah. best way to be connected. Yeah. And so uh, you, you guys, you know, our priests, our leaders, our shepherds being on the lookout for how, how is this person gifted? What, what has God done in yes. this person that, that I can then bring forth in the, in the community uh, in order to bring other people forward? That, but, you know, so just being on the lookout for that. So it was another invitation yeah. to, to use my gifts. And that's one of those things that, as a priest, I, I've slowly learned, mm -hmm. right, that um, I always thought of these things as practical. Well, Deb's good at this. Maybe I can convince her to do that. But to realize it's not just practical. Mm -hmm. That, like, when, when we did at Hudson, we were looking for religious ed teachers. Like, mm -hmm. our religious ed program went from 12 kids to 80-some kids. Right. Like that. Right. And it was like, oh, we need teachers. And so many, no, nobody was qualified. Right. And I'm like, I'm not qualified to be a priest. That's not the point, right? Uh, You're called. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's no word, and I know this is cheesy, but truly, in, in Genesis doesn't say anything about Noah being a carpenter. Mm -hmm. He was just told to build a boat. Yeah. You know, uh, and so That's great how many of our folks in Hudson fell deeper in love with Jesus because they agreed to teach the faith and thought, I should probably learn the faith. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that beyond the practical, there is a possibility of saint making. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. and I, I dig that. I, I know I'm learning here, my new tribe. Yeah, and it's so, it's so vast. Yeah, you do have a big tribe. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but boy, every once in a while, like, for, and I love the Lord for this crazy. I'll be praying mass, and all of a sudden, I'll see someone. And somehow the Lord almost makes them glow. Yeah. And I know I need to talk to them. Sure. And uh, sometimes it's, oh, crap, they need love. They need prayer. And sometimes it's, 
wait, you're a teacher? You have a gift. Yes, yeah. right? Yeah. And oh my gosh, anyway, okay, yeah. I'll shut up. Yeah, and um, I don't even know, I never actually asked Father John Rokas, like, what, he called me by name, which is another interesting thing, because yeah. I, did, I didn't remember ever actually being introduced to him, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, <clears throat> but he called me by name yeah. and made an invitation, and I, I don't know, you know, I don't know what put that on his heart. Yeah, you shine. Um, <laughs> so we do have a couple questions, okay? Um, oh, you gotta put your glasses on too. This right? makes me look more astute. It does. It and does. then watch this, ready? You know, <laughs> see, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, my wife has some questions, not my wife. <clears throat> yeah, she has no questions, good, my wife. Good. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, the one in Utah. <clears throat> yeah, the one in Idaho. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, were you, did you ever hear that I proposed to a woman in Idaho when I was a priest? No. I told this story. No, I never. Yeah, for, and she, no, we're not married. It, it didn't work out. Um, Thanks, but I, I think it bears repeating. No? Yes. I was, okay, so I was at a wedding in Idaho for, I think, yeah. one of my students. And uh, we stayed up at the reception. Uh, we, you know, had a lot of pop and <laughs> enjoyed ourselves and we talked scripture and Jesus. And then the next morning, the alarm, you know, four o'clock in the morning so I could go catch my plane to get back. And the situation was grim. And I was driving <laughs> to the, the airport. Pop, I'm sure. Yes. Yep. Oh, all that caffeine. <laughs> so I stop. I see a coffee house open. And I went in and I'm in my clerics. And I said, do you, can you by any chance, do you know a red eye? Yeah. Okay. I said, can you give me a triple shot red eye? And she said, and I need a moment, I can do a quad shot. <laughs> and I reached across the counter and grabbed her hands and said, marry me. Oh. And she said, best comeback ever. Well, this is very sudden. <laughs> Let's get the coffee first. Let's get the <laughs> so I got the coffee and got on the plane. But thanks be to God. Uh, yeah, as it turns out, um, there's now a restraining order. Um, okay, my wife has some questions about the conference. Can our 17-year-old daughter attend with her? She, yeah. There's a series of questions. Yes, actually, uh, some years I would say I would caution a little, yeah. you know, on content. But this year's content, absolutely, a 17-year-old okay. would, would be would actually, I think, walk away with something from this. What would you say, like, and, and if not, you know, it's kind of a weird question. Is there an age you'd say, eh, I think she should stay back? Uh, I would say high school, so so probably at least junior, senior high school would okay. be probably really comfortable. You know, uh, it's it's a lot of sitting. Yeah. You know, we got speakers. So I, probably, you know, you might look at a freshman, sophomore, and say, you know, is she really ready for a whole day of yeah of, talks of this? and yeah, yeah. yeah exactly so. I get you um, are there assigned seats at this conference nope no and uh, is the Lansing Center easy to get to the, yes it's very easy and there's okay. a map on our website that'll nice. tell you how to get there nice yep. and are you comfortable care putting the link up again okay. it's oh you got it and then uh, is the oh we already answered this one about the online option we're not sure yet we're not as sure I understand yet. that no. uh, as we get closer We'll see, uh, but for now we're going to try to fill the butt spaces. I think that's, before that's really we, what we worry want. about yep. online. That's what we okay. want to do. Yep, yep. Um, another question we have here. Uh, oh, uh, is how old were your children when you had this powerful encounter with uh, Jesus? Oh my goodness gracious! So ninety-seven and ninety-seven. So ninety-two, ninety. So five. Yeah. So they were um, kindergarten. And what was Joe? Second grade. So kindergarten okay. and second grade when we, um, yeah, it was really, so I'll give you a little fun story. Yeah, let it rip. So, you know, so we decided to start, we should maybe start attending church on Sunday. Yeah, like, just for something crazy. Like every week. Yeah, it could work. You know, it's kind of radical. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that happens, and, you know, so this is kind of a new experience for our kids as well. And uh, so we're sitting at the house, and it was, it was uh, Easter season, uh, and I know that because all of a sudden, the kids are playing in the bedroom and they're singing and they're actually singing the Alleluia 
that they heard at mass on Sunday, right? Just like other, they're just playing with their Legos oh, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. And, and my husband, right? Oh yeah, starts crying. Cry, of course. Yeah, I'm trying not to. <laughs> I'm going to be totally honest with you. <laughs> you know, so Baseball, exactly. uh, fighting. So, and, he yes. was, and he's like, yeah, you know. Oh. We, we, we got our Catholic card punched that day, you know? Yeah. Oh, tote. And <laughs> so, then uh, how about was, so uh, one of our questions is, you know, shifting to Catholic school then. Can you think of, do you remember any other concrete changes you guys decided on? Well, it sounds like one of them was we're going to go to church. We're going to, we're going to church Regularly. every Sunday. Uh, yeah. So that was a, <laughs> that was a concrete change. Um, we, uh, I, I'm sad to say this. Yeah. That I... You know, I, I didn't fully understand the church's teaching on life. Oh, sure. You know, and yeah. so I kind of at that point was thought, well, a woman should have a right to choose whether she wants, sure. right? Um, so so we learned. Yeah. We really, and we, we were sponges. We really kind of soaked it up. Uh, but we had new people that came into our lives I have one particular friend who's very pro-life, very active in the pro-life yeah. uh, ministry, and uh, she just walked alongside me, and mm. um, pr I'm sure she did a lot of praying for me, but she put up with a lot of snot coming out of my mouth, yep. and um, and she just kept, she was firm and gentle, and so, I, I, there, so there were other aspects of that, like we just started to learn what the church really teaches, and how beautiful that is, yes. and and we started to walk, you know, cool. sort of with the Lord yeah, yeah. in that, in those aspects of life, you know. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I know... Um, I think it was Ron Ruhlheiser who talked about how one of the biggest failures of public Catholicism is we don't tell people what we believe. We tell them what we don't do. Right. Right? Right. And so I just had this conversation um, with someone who uh, is a celibate person who is attracted to people of the same sex. Okay. And she said the most incredible thing to me. She said, trust me, there's not a gay person in the country who is unclear on the church's teaching. There's not one. Sure. What they're not clear on is what else we believe yeah. about people who, have, who are attracted to the same sex. Right. That if I'm told God loves me, it's followed with comma, but. Right which we don't do with any other struggle that I'm aware of. Right. Um, and it was really fascinating. Like, right. for you as someone whose heart or mind was changed, I assume her starting point was defense of life, not you're wrong. Exactly. You know, it, yes. There really is a way we can talk to people and show them, I love you because of Jesus. Right. And then end it there. Right. And trust that Jesus will use life, truth, us when necessary to get to the next points. Sure. But no one that I can think of has said to me as a straight person, Joe, God loves you, but yeah. you have to stop blah, blah. Right. No one's ever said that to me. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And, and another starting point is just recognizing the human dignity yeah. of, of the person, right? And yeah. So, yeah. It's fascinating stuff. Oh, oops. I, that's not my glasses. That's nope. a microphone. That's a microphone. Just so you know. Yeah. I'm a bit of a tech guy. Um, another question about the conference. Will masks be required? So we, we are following whatever the local county Got directives you. are. And so we will watch that. Right now, our county has not mandated masks for indoor events. But if yeah. that happens, you know, we'll, we'll do whatever the county health department sure. has directs of us when we get to that point. So, so. you're not going to do your part to stick it to the man? We are not. Okay. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> That's been Bishop's. He really, he oh, really sure. is. Yeah. No. So. And I say that as a joke. Like I, yeah. I always, uh, I always think, and I, forgive me for how awful this might sound, only the wealthiest country in the history of the world could produce people who define suffering so lightly. In the many ways we do that. Right. Um, it, it blows me away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, These oh. are all really great questions. I, I'm glad yeah. people are asking. Well, they're yeah. all from me. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. 
No, we have a wonderful... I, I can't tell you how much I thank Jesus for these folks. We, we just uh, we, we go you, after people. it as best we can yep. um, as broken people who are so loved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I just, so to yeah. that gentleman who, who asked about his wife and, and if you've got other men out there listening to you, um, buy your wife a ticket as a gift. There you go. There you go. And she's got to go. Yeah. And tell her the ticket's 500 bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's not, you know, it's not even close. Like, can I ask how much is a ticket? Uh, uh, 65. 65 bucks. Yeah. So tell Unless your you're a wife. Senior. I think they're cheaper if you're a senior, but I don't know. Yeah, but no woman's going to admit that. No. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, that was always the difference between mom and dad, like at restaurants. One of dad's first, because he's German, mm -hmm. right, was yeah. always, do I get a discount? <laughs> and mom never asked. Right. And did not want the discount. Right. But anyway, yeah, so gentlemen, buy your beloved a ticket. Yeah, amen. And then say to her, this was 500 bucks. I really went all out <laughs> like on this. This is really expensive. Yeah. This is really important. This is a time where I give you permission to lie like a Persian rug. <laughs> And then come see Father Joe. Yeah, and then I'll take care of that. How you doing? Um, <laughs> so, uh, oh boy, are you wearing a seatbelt? Uh oh. Yeah. What are the <laughs> oh? Uh, what are the blessings and challenges of working in the Catholic Church? Um, no swearing, please. Okay. <laughs> so, the blessing is so the first blessing is how it has changed me. Yeah. Um, again, I, from the time of working at the parish and working in the RCIA process to coming to the chancery yeah. and the different roles I've had there, um, I have grown and uh, I've softened around the edges. Uh, A lot of people would tell you that who've known me for a long time, you know? Um, you know Jesus is still chiseling away the edges. Oh, and there, there's a diamond you. in there somewhere. Well, we haven't gotten there yet. But, I feel you. But um, so I think that's the first blessing is how it has really changed me. Uh, and I mentioned earlier, you know, with um, with working in RCIA, but then working, I worked with the school children at St. Joe's. I'm working with the priest, you know, yeah. and the chancery and all of this, this. We have a beautiful chancery staff. Yeah, I we love do. My the staff. best in the world. They are the best. Yeah. They are, it's a small staff. We are. You know, we are a small, but uh, mighty. mean, but mean. We are mighty. Mighty, yeah. mighty. Um, Getting, again, to the privilege of being able to walk with people in their journey of faith. Uh, and just, it, you know, getting getting invited into that beautiful um, gift of, of vulnerability and trust that you get when, you, when you're working in ministry with people yeah. side by side. You know, you get to know their stories. You get to know their families and... Um, that's the gift. That's the real blessing. Yeah. When you, and you mentioned it earlier that um, people who come to work for the church, you know, we, we get into ministry and sometimes we are, um, we're looking at the, the ugly underbelly of the yeah. church, you know, in some ways, not always, but uh, there are times and um, it's sad. It is. You know, it's kind of sad because you love these people. Yeah. And this isn't what you want for them. And you know this isn't what God wants for them. But uh, I, I mean, I, I had, the, had the, I guess it was to some degree, the, the privilege of walking with the bishop and the church through the McCarrick and yep. the Pennsylvania Grand Jury Report. And so we, you know, just having to um, walk with people who are wounded. Yes. And, and it's, one, it's one thing to be wounded. It's another to be wounded by your church. Yes. And, yeah. uh, and to just be able to be as much as possible a healing uh, salve for yes. those people and, and walking with them and listening to their stories and, and doing what we can to, to try to help them to come to healing and to come to some sense of justice yeah. and, you know, and, and definitely a sense of mercy. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I, again, I, I can't tell you how grateful I am, you know, and as a funny, but also a serious insight, um, when we had, uh, you know, we have the priests have this thing called Chrism Mass every year where we go to Lansing and I think I've missed three of the last four. People die and it's so rude. That is. Um, 
I tell them as they're dying, I have things to do, but (laughs) they just do what they want. Um, (laughs) Forgive him, Lord. He knows not what he means. No, I hedge a lot of my bets on the idea that God thinks I'm funny. (laughs) Right? And if I'm wrong... Oh my, yeah. So uh, we every year we go to Lansing. Uncle Earl gives a beautiful homily, you know, uh, to give us a kind of a challenge and a goal for the next year. Mm-hmm. And then they distribute the holy oil. So then there's that big old line. Yeah. And the line wraps around the stairs after mass to go get the holy oil. Yeah. And I was standing behind two older priests. And my tribe, and I don't know, maybe most are like this. Like to me, there's certain occupations where a defining trait is a bit of complaining, right? <laughs> uh, teachers, nurses. Priest. Priests. Priests, <laughs> right? Oh, truly, those are the big three in my experience. Uh, nobody can complain like teachers, nurses, and priests. No. Right? And you, oh, it's justified. Okay, you know, I'm just saying, yeah. right? So, uh, but, so these two priests start talking, and they're, they're both older, like both are retired now. Yep. And they were having a awe-inspired conversation about, and this was literally it, you know, you can call the diocese now for that. (laughs) No, 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 I called. And this is literally his voice. And I got an answer. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they helped. He was just so shocked. And he was talking about, because usually, and being candid, it used to be you call downtown, and their answer was, well, here's more work for you. Yeah. Uh, now, it's like wisdom, help, guidance, and these two. And I was, I wish I could have recorded it. And I called uh, George Landau. Yeah. Because um, at that point, I was in a parish that needed a lot of help, money-wise. Yeah. And he was the man. He is the man. Um, yep. And it just, it was so cool. So George and, is our chief financial officer. Yeah. And so he's the money guy, yeah. but he has this really beautiful philosophy, yeah. and it is that money serves mission. Which is crazy. How, I know. Yeah. Like how many, how many bean counters yeah. you, you know, are going to actually say yeah. money serves ministry, right? A saintly one. I know. It's well, awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, this, is, this is holy. Did you ever know Bishop Morlino? I did not. Okay, so he taught us in seminary, and I'll never forget when the bishop yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had the funniest line. He says, it was right before we got ordained, and we were all together, and um, he was offering his insights. And he said, I'm going to tell you the truth. He said, gentlemen, if you get in trouble with alcohol, you get three strikes. If you get in trouble with women, one strike. (laughs) If you get in trouble with money, they hunt you down and kill your family. (laughs) That was so... But it's different now. It is. It is. I'm telling you guys. I'm I'm there. I'm in the fight. I know. It is crazy. You guys have just, all you guys do is hit home runs. Um, So, uh, there we are. How did you make the decision to leave, I assume, a secular career to work for the church? So, were you in a secular career? I was. I I did. Can we ask about that process? Computer science. Oh, my background is now computer so science. Cool. So I was 19 years worked in the computer industry. So Get yes. Out of here. Um, again, this is like what one a of those, crazy brain you have. I know. God moment. So I know it's like yeah, it, it's confused. It doesn't know which side it's supposed to be working with. Yeah. Somebody told me in RCIA one time. He said, Doug, you have the heart of a woman and the brain of a man. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> love you. Okay. <laughs> So basically, you don't sleep. You just stare at the ceiling. Like, what is wrong with me? Yeah, yeah. Um, I w- I had uh, discerned that I was going to leave the computer industry. <clears throat> I, I actually, honestly, it was I was in a little bit of a toxic environment that oh, I was I in. I hate that. So, um, so you know, I discerned out, and and I actually wanted to go to uh, become a psychologist. Oh, cool. I know. And I wanted to go to MSU. That's, I just need a minute. I know. I, I thought I might make you okay. cry on that one. So MSU, guys, you know, and I probably never said this before, but that's where Jesus went to school. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I, um, I went back and finished out my bachelor's degree. 
and applied to the uh, PhD program at MSU, and I didn't get accepted. Okay. I didn't even hear back from them. Okay, I don't like MSU anymore. I, I, I was like, what's, I don't even know. They didn't even bother to tell me I was rejected, you know. So it was, like, it was like I didn't even exist. So, um, you know, back to the drawing board, like, okay, what am I supposed to be doing here, Lord? And so what ended up happening was I, I decided to do theology instead of psychology. Which one? Do theology. Oh, groovy, okay. So I decided to apply at Sacred Heart. Oh, nice. So I love that. And I thought, and I called MSU and said, like, so what's the deal here? Why, you know, why did you not call? They said, well, your application wasn't complete. You would have gotten in. Shut up. But all of the paperwork wasn't in. So, uh, anyways, I think God kind of intervened. Your guardian and angel said, threw one out. Threw something yeah. out. And, and so I ended up at Sacred Heart, and uh, and that was we had made the decision to leave the uh, to leave computers and yep. um, to go back to school and can. I, can I tell you? Well, no, yeah, I'll save that for No, that's all right. That's all right. I'll save that one for, for later, if you ask. Well, what year did you go to Sacred Heart? Um, I graduated, I don't remember when I started. 2006, okay. maybe? Oh, I think okay. 2012, I, I, I got my master's degree there. I think it took me six years to get Got through. it. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I have a master's in pa pastoral studies. I was hoping uh, we were studies. there at the same time, but it clearly no, not. I, no, I, I wasn't there. I oh, was no, there with... Because um, I graduated in 98. Oh, You man. were just falling in love with Jesus. I was, right, yep. exactly. I got you. You're way ahead of me. Well, I hear it a lot. A few steps up the escalator yes. there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I know. I can't believe this. I'm so irritated. Can you come back? Are we out of time? We well, almost not are. Quite, but we, have got, to, we have to do our, yeah, our, our, our little lightning speed round. We've okay. got to do the speed round questions. Okay. Um, are you, uh, will you come back? Sure. Oh, sweet. We'll double what we paid you this time. Okay, good. Okay. So, uh, Cup speed of round questions. That's what they paid Yes. You. Okay. And isn't that good, by the way? It is good. It, it was, I, a, it was Linda good. Wesley, um, I was telling her I'm trying to drink less caffeine, but I love coffee. And she said, well, you should drink decaf. And I'm like, uh, so she said, this is the best decaf. She sent me two boxes. Good. I like it. I do too. It's very good. Um, you have to tell me the no brand so I can look for it. Chemicals. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so do you know how speed round works? Yeah. You're going to give me two ants yeah. and I'm going to say A or B. And if you get any of them wrong. I'll probably start crying. Push the button. Push the or button. if she gets them right, I might start crying. <clears throat> okay, car or truck? Truck. Always. Show's done. I, you couldn't, <laughs> she couldn't be better. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't either. Like, I'll be honest, I'm thinking like Honda. Yeah. And no, you're a trucker. Oh, my first, my first Ford F-150 with, there was like no floorboard left. I could yes. see the ground while so, I was driving. But my first yeah. Yep. Mine too. <laughs> yep. Mine was a 1978 Pontiac T-1000, which was the Chevette, okay. the Pontiac version of Chevette. <laughs> and it was our Fred Flintstone car, yep. where we had to put two two-by-fours down there so that your feet... Exactly. So you didn't fall through the floor. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Italian food or Mexican? Well, Italian, of course. Of course. Why did they even ask? Steak or fish? Steak. Oh, God. <laughs> Baseball or football? Hockey. Nice. Okay, hockey or basketball? Hockey. Yes. Chevy or Ford? Ford. Text or phone call? Phone call. Movie or book? Book. Yes. Uh, well, actually, that one I can't lose. I, I like movies for, like, people getting blown up and things. Yeah. Like, Dad, I was just trying to convince him. So you're him. probably enjoying the year of the Bible right now in the middle of Samuel. and Yes, We're just yes. shooting and killing. Oh, yeah. and for Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you can <laughs> give me violence, like, violence, comma, for Jesus, Perfect. stuff's gold. iPhone or Android? Android. Okay. Alaska or Florida? Florida. Florida or Texas? Florida. Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Any pop? I don't drink pop. Okay. The only time I drink pop is uh, a root beer every now and then if it's a oh. if it's a good root beer. You know, the hot dog stand right over here. Yeah. Besides having I don't know hot dogs. Yeah. They have a root beer float that will alter your reality. Seriously. I actually had visions. Yeah. <laughs> um, and somebody was said to me like, well, their root beer's flat. I'm like, 
did you have one? <laughs> Would that's your comment? Yeah. Someone found a way to go, here's some liquid sugar and solid sugar, and we're going to put them together. Right. And you're like, well, pops flat. I will. Yeah, we almost got in a fight. <laughs> uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee or espresso? Coffee. Facebook or Twitter? Neither. I know, they're pure people. I know, aren't they? Cat or dog? Dog. Look at him. He hasn't moved. No, shots. Whatever it's, shots it's he got shots. today, he it's got bad. like 50 of them. Did I tell you about them shoving that thing up his nose? No. Okay. <laughs> that was the only part he didn't like. Huh? COVID test? Wouldn't that be hilarious? No. Um, they have to, I don't know what it is. It was goo. It looked like to me. And she put a finger in his nostril, and I just shoved my finger in there. Um, and then squeaked it in there. Really? And he did not like that. No, I would imagine not. But then she was just giving him peanut butter, and he was like, "I love you." So, <laughs> I don't care what you do. Yeah, right. You could you could cut off my leg. Uh, <laughs> MSU or some lesser school. MSU. Yeah, cake or pie. Pie. No kidding. Now, yes. what pie? You can have any pie in the world. Key lime. Sweet. I love key lime pie. Have you? Do you? Oh, we got to talk about. Mince meat. Have you ever had mince meat pie? I, I have not. Okay. And you don't want to. I see I that doesn't, face. I, <laughs> I see that face. There was a mama face. She had like for a microsecond there was a mama face. Should there be meat in pie? I, I like well, seriously, you channeled a mama face yeah. for like a point two seconds and it was enough for me to go, Yes, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> it's really you were and then then your judgment got all you was like, No, I've never had it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, euchre or pinochle? Ah, uh, euchre. Okay, hot dog or hamburger? Hamburger. Highway or back road? Oh, that's tough. I know. It depends. Are we in a hurry? Well, how's this? After this, Sunday do you afternoon? have something on your schedule? Uh, not really. Okay, so would your preference be to take the highway or the back road? Highway. Yeah. Uh, bacon or ham? Bacon. No one's ever said ham. Why do we ask this question? Exactly. Bacon, bacon, is, bacon or more bacon? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're going to have to do bacon and pulled pork. Bacon and bacon with chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anything that would be right. bacon, though. Truly. Like bacon or steak, maybe? Steak just because there's more, but bacon They put bacon it in ice bacon. cream. For yeah. Them. I mean, come on. Oh, I just take pieces and rub it on my body. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I just grossed myself out. Yeah. Okay. Wine or beer? Wine. Wine or cocktail? Wine. Hiking or biking? Hiking. They both seem like a lot of work to me. They do. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather watch biking. Yeah. Watching hiking would not be fun. No. Watching biking, you hope someone wipes out. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's yeah, it's back really to back to right. violence. Exactly. For Jesus. For Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Pagan. Pool or beach? Uh, pool. Okay. I like okay. to see my feet. You too. Yeah. Like I, if I can't see the bottom, I ain't going in. Well, yeah. What's under there? You know. Well, thank you. Yeah. This is wisdom. I watched Jaws from the first retire. row of the theater. Stupid. That was just oh. stupid. Last time we got the water for Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know, here's my Jaws story, and my whole family still talks about this. So we didn't go to movies. We just we didn't. We didn't yeah. have disposable income, right. as it were. Yeah. So my mom and dad take this one guy in named Vic. And uh, Vic was living in his truck at the time, a very independent young man, uh, yeah. tough stuff, but he took him in. My mom and dad loved him. He loved them. We, everything's great. And then he says to mom and dad, I want to take the kids to the movie, to a movie. And there were like probably six of us he took, uh -huh. right? The youngest six. Yep. Or no, maybe five or four. I don't know. A few of us. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what are you going to see? And there was some G-rated, you know, Disney, you know, okay, great. Well, we get there and whatever movie it was was sold out. <laughs> so we went to Jaws. Jaws. Oh, and I wouldn't take a, that's when I learned to take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was like, yeah, I can get in the tub. I am not getting in the tub. But I know how this ends. That movie screwed me up. And now you watch it and it's so pedestrian. Yeah. It's nothing like what they can do now. I know. I know. I laugh at some of those movies that, you know, were just yeah. like, yeah, death defying. Yeah. Yeah. Spielberg, right? I know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of his first big ones, right? He did uh, the one in Stockton with the cars. Um, 
Christine. Uh, no. No, that was after. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Spielberg. Yeah, Spielberg. Um, I don't know. What gosh was. darn. Uh, it'll come to me. Okay. Or was that George Lucas? It, oh, George I just had it George and then Lucas. it went away. Yeah. Whatever so. I had, it went away. <laughs> gosh darn it. I had the movie. And it... Don't you Gosh that? darn. And as soon as the show's over, I'll be you like, know, I know what we're at. <laughs> okay. Where were we on? Oh, know. new car or classic car? Ah, uh, new car. Okay. And here's where I lose man points, but I'm required by contract to ask you this. Girls night out or spa day? Girls night out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It includes wine. <laughs> there you go. Can you, is spa, part of a spa, spa day, usually wouldn't do there's that. no wine on <laughs> yeah, a spa it day? it depends. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe not. And you know, about wine, this is fascinating. I've never been a wine guy. Uh, right? I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I just don't pick it. So, I'd been to Italy probably eight or nine times, and I went with Carl Pung, who is God's twin. And we go to this restaurant, and he says, I'll have the house red. And I'm like... A, I don't know what that means. Right. Uh, <laughs> B, does that get beer here? Yeah. And he's like, no, just drink the house red. And he's like, that's the wine it is. So it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And cheap. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it's like... It's different. Wine's different in Italy than uh, it is here. Yes. It is. So, because what I learned is when I go to Italy, I do drink wine because it tastes good to it, me. Yeah. But when I come home, I'm like, again, I don't hate it at all. But, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they do something over there. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's a story about that, but I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. But um, so, would you? No pressure, but would you ever consider coming back? To here? Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Okay, because you're wonderful, and I want like more hours, so that God's people can get to know me. Yes, and they don't need to know me, but that's and then, it. Uh, <laughs> And just so you know, I check with Jesus. He wants you to stay on as chief of staff. So we're done talking about that. Okay, thanks everybody for... No, I'm just kidding. No, but I'm telling you My replacement is going to be awesome. Yeah, whatever. You love Uh, her. Oh, it's her. Well, it's Lisa. Oh. You don't read your Priestine news. No. All I look for is what I didn't do. Lisa Kudas. Do you know what I mean? Lisa Lisa Kudas. I love Lisa. And you love love Lisa. You You love Lisa. I do. So you you guys don't know. You will love her. Yeah. Like, seriously, folks, I'm telling you as a priest who, like, at one point I was talking to Carl Pung. He's my confessor. And I said to him, I've lived with 14 priests mm-hmm. in my 20-some years. Four are still priests. That's just sad. And it was almost every one of them, it was a horror of some sort. And that's where he's been so healing for me. It wasn't till you and Lisa started working there that when I called, I knew I would be believed. Mm, yeah, you said that. And I, well, I want to say it to God's people. Yeah. And and I don't think there was anything evil going on. Like people always, you know, when there's scandal in the church, and I get it. Why didn't the bishop? Because he got fooled too. Bad people are good at being bad. Yeah. And. Why can't it, forgive the phrase, why can't it be scandal enough that there's bad people? Why does it have to be, well, why didn't he know? Why didn't you? Why didn't his congregation? Why did, because he's good at this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, but there is something that your tribe brings to the table that mine can't, it appears. Yeah. And I assume you've taken a lot of crap. Um, but just know there are there's hundreds of us so grateful. Thank you. And I appreciate. We that. don't think to say thank you because we're stupid, but um, thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And, and I want to say, <clears throat> you are a good man. Hmm. You are a good priest. No oh, thanks. And and I know God doesn't wish us to go through the suffering. You know, he doesn't he he doesn't bring that on us, but. Um, sometimes those things have really helped to shape us into the beautiful yeah, gift that we are. And so I'm sorry that you had to go through that, oh, the happy. experience that you went through. But I, I think that 
is certainly you have come out the other end. I hope so. A beautiful man. Oh, good. And a beautiful father for oh, for you. our diocese. So thank you oh, for the I'm, gift that you are. I'm so grateful to the Lord. I am, and um, I can't believe He lets me do this. I I always think. There was a bishop in the Philippines, and I have it on my phone because I read it in case I start to get saucy about things. Sure. Where he, he was speaking to his priests, his newly ordained, and he literally told them, don't see this wrong, your ordination. God didn't pick you to be a priest because you're better. He picked you because you're worse. Ooh. Only broken people, only sinful people can gently take a hand and say, walk with me. Yeah. The people above it all can't do that. Can't do that. Um, and that, reading that, opened up something so needed in my heart. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's helping me gently shift from, you're not good enough, to, well, that's not even the point. No, it's not. Right. <laughs> you're right. Um, and you're exactly what God calls yeah, called for, right? And I get why he Just took me out of the gene pool. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, that one, no. I always say, my kid would be the fat, smelly kid with a gun obsession. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, yes. somebody needs to talk to Charlie. Looking at the weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, and my phone's going crazy. I know. What are the odds? I know, mine okay. too. Mine too. Okay. Oh, these are hospital calls. Okay, so you I'm going go. to. You, I don't know. I just saw the top one and it says the hospital in the room. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Uh, so You're gonna pray? Uh, we'll do um, prayer, and uh, and then if you don't mind, we would just love to have you back. Sure. Oh, great. We'll work something out. And then don't forget the women's conference. Unless you're a man, then forget it. No, buy but, a ticket for your wife. And tell her it was 500 bucks. <laughs> Sweetest day is like right around that time, I think, or yeah. something, right? Yeah, and yeah. you're watching <laughs> the kids, by the way, uh, young man. Yeah, yeah. All Amen. Right. Unless there aren't any. Yeah. Then you don't have to watch them because they're not there. Let's pray. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus, thank you for this holy woman. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for her wisdom, for her guidance, for her compassion, and for her strength. Thank you for the person who asked her to come on the retreat so many years ago, because we're all better for that moment. We ask that you heal her wounds, her battle scars. We ask that you lift her up, guide her during the women's conference, bless her husband and her kids. And Lord, you know there's all these things we carry around that we're scared of or worried about or fret about. And you know there's people we love that we're concerned about. And all of those we give to you right now. And we love you and we trust you. And may Almighty God bless all of you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you beautiful people tomorrow when we do question and answer sessions. And until that time, peace. Peace. Thank you. Is it over? No, it's never over.